You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Previously on the Simply Human podcast. And we were 50 yards away. Our belt, thank God I was inside. But then the one guy in the car that was trying to get away was killed with the shots. And the other guy took off and ran. So our entire street got shut down for hours. And we were barricaded in this retail shop. And they were like, you're not leaving until we like, you know, canvas area and do the whole thing. Um, so that's probably. That's a good one. Yeah. Hey, listen, uh, you win. You, yeah. you, win. you, you win the point. You got the point on that one. Yeah. I, my story was how I saw a lady run a red light one time. It's episode 233 of the Simple Human Podcast with your host, Mark, and... Am I above or below? On I don't screen? know. Just point to yourself and say, Rick. Rick. <laughs> beings being human. Our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and enjoy, and how you can start living more like a human today. On today's show is Cyrus Kambada. He's a PhD. He wrote this book. He sent me this Mastering book. Diabetes. Mastering Diabetes. There he is. We were going to have them both on, but he couldn't be here. And so Cyrus he is here. He heard about you, and he decided, I'm out of here. He did his Pulled research. Pulled the ripcord. He jumped out of the yeah, airplane. Yeah, he's uh, no longer with us. Uh, not, he's with us. We, saw, we say that. Uh, you keep t- trying to kill I know, that guy. I don't, I don't mean it. That's <laughs> not what I mean. Uh, but yeah, Cyrus is great. He's in Costa Rica. We, we, look, we meet his cats. It's the whole thing. Uh, so very cool, very cool show. Uh, just been having a lot of fun here lately. Rick, do you like my yeah. hat? I do like your hat. Rick, do you like my shorts? What are you doing? What is this? What are you doing here? I like how you didn't make the bed, you slob. Uh, my, uh, no. Uh, uh, well, uh, 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 hey, my wife changed. My wife, our borette. <laughs> Your mother. Um, she changed the sheets weekly. And so it's, it's, it's. Weekly? Weekly. Okay. Rick, you, you mentioned something okay. in the show about the current state, your current marital state. You. You said it. So can I Okay. S- We're going to make a deal out of this? No. But now okay. you are like cuz I was going to ask if I lived by myself. Yes. I would change my sheets once a year. <laughs> That's one thing that I've had to change about when I was in high in college. Is in college oh, it never. was like they like they're clean when you put them on the bed in August and then you take them off for to go Christmas. home in December yeah. for Christmas break. That's it. I uh I try to do them weekly. It's probably more like every 10 days or so, but Pretty I'm good. regular about cleaning towels and sheets. But I tell you, I have been... Because that's gross. I, if you think about it, it's really gross. And you know me. I'm a gross person. <laughs> <laughs> yes. To say the least. You know some stories that we've never shared on the show that we can't ever share on the show because of how gross they are. <laughs> and I feel like in, in coming on, going on 18 years living with Jen, who is like, she vacuums every day. Okay. I admire that about her. She, I don't vacuum every day. I've got a cat. I vacuum probably three times a week. I wish I could bring myself to do it every day. 
I mean, we the, it our our it's fun. If the, your wife is a human Roomba, she is, and we have one of those uh, bragging much. You have a Roomba and her? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now we're going overkill. It's a little a much. I tell you what is fun in a group going around. If you ever have like a group like mixer or anything, like hey, we're all gonna share something about ourselves. Dish talk. Dish talk. People have. Like their own hot sports opinions about how they do the dishes. Like some people, like cannot go to bed without the dishes being clean and put up. Others are like, "Wait, what are you talking about? No, like you go to bed with the sink full of dirty dishes. Oh. You know what I mean? Like everyone has See, their I, little I, scenario. I do them as I I, I, cl- I cook a ton, and so I will do Ooh. them daily because. I know that if I don't stay on top of it daily, then it'll, it'll just get become terrible. dish mountain. And I purposely don't have like a ton of dishes to force me to make sure that I am doing them. Because That's if I had like plan. 50 plates, then I would do them once a month and just I would just have plates. crap everywhere. Yeah. So, so just as, as you know, that's part of the, the, I don't want to say necessarily like the joy, but part of the thing that I enjoy about living by myself is that the house is, if it's clean, it's because I wanted it clean. If it's messy, it's because I didn't want to mess with it. Right. I don't have anybody to blame but me, <laughs> but I prefer it to be clean. in a clean yeah. state. I feel like I have, like, if I would live by myself now, it would be a lot different, your cat. I would Do look you hear a- that cat? Yeah, what the heck? She's going bananas. She's really mad that I work late tonight. Cats I walked in the uh, into the house, and she was sitting, at, uh, like, on the floor right as I opened the door, and she just went, like really giving me a piece of her mind that really? I was gone. And that's what that means. I guess. I don't know. I don't speak cat, Mark. Well, you that's just... kind of the problem here. <laughs> it's a communication issue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I feel like if I was transported into a world where I lived by myself, I feel like I would change the sheets more like because I get so nice to get into the, the sheets. And look what else I got. Hang on. I stole a pillow out from one of my daughter's beds. You stole a what? A pel- pillow? Pi- it's not a pillow. A it's pe- an I. P I L O. Sorry, I stole, I stole pillow. A, I stole a pillow. No. And uh, I, like, I stole it from my daughter, and they got me one for my birthday. Look, this is a good thing to like snuggle with. Hmm. The, weird. the poor people watching or listening only are like, what is he holding up? It's a big fluffy <laughs> Let's make it up now for the people who are only listening. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's fun. Uh, this hat was a birthday present. Well, uh, by the way, for the show, I got happy birthday thank you. to you. 39. It was uh, on Friday. Today is Monday. Yes. You were the first, my friend. No, I was not. Jack was the first of our group message. Jack was the first because I was going to text before I left the house. You were second. Like 645, and I wanted to yep. be the first, but I also didn't want to wake anybody right. up. But Jack doesn't care about other people. So it was so Jack, he texted first. Then the man without a pancreas, you yes, were second. My yes. oldest daughter was third. So you you snuck in there even before. Well, why don't you go update the will? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm really sure you want that to happen. There's just not a whole lot there, Rick. You're gonna get. You're I'll gonna take get, what I can get at this point. You're gonna get this. What is that? I have no idea. It's just sitting on my dresser. Oh, I have an idea. Jimmy, Christmas. I swear, morning. I slipped. <laughs> <laughs> I was working in the garden and I make it. <laughs> okay, um, but yeah, birthday thirty nine. Um, I'm not. I'm not gonna go into detail, but I'm gonna start. I used to do the six minute mile deal on my birthday, and I found a new. Like every year on your birthday, you tried to run a six-minute yeah, mile? Yeah, and, and for like five years, I, I did it. And then that's actually – That's a really tough mile. So my fastest was 516. I was always trying to break five or get wow. five. And the year that – in 2013, when I stopped – when I start, we started this and I stopped all the long-distance endurance stuff, um, I went out to run my birthday mile in New York City, bragging montage. And I like – that's when I like – I started having the adrenal fatigue stuff and I just couldn't – I couldn't yeah. run. I, about halfway through, I just I stopped and was like, well, something's wrong with me. And so that's kind of led me. So I have this other new, it's more of a, a strength milestone, which I did for the first time. And I didn't like post that on social media or anything. I just sent that to like little select people um, of uh, like a overhead press, bench press, squat, and a deadlift. Like that, I feel like it's going to be a, a more challenging. But also, because you, you do something like that, if you have a goal, 
you can't just like not work out and not lift heavy stuff all year and then yeah. do something like that. Like it's you know it's like that is like an indication that like you got to kind of work all year and that's like my a, goal on my birthday is to go to the CC's buffet and have ten full plates of pizza. CC's? So almost CC's? made it, huh? CC's? Yeah. Uh, Welcome to CC's. Welcome to CC's. What about Mama's? Oh well, that's true. That's go to what we did on, on your birthday. birthday. And you, you, I know, you, but you I already was, totally uh, forgot. I didn't forget that we went to Mama's Pizza on my birthday. So I got. I this. Wonder how many people know this? Like are acquainted with Mama? How many? That's a just a DFW thing, right? I I think isn't that the only one? Oh no no, no. there when uh there used to be one. I think it's closed now, but not terribly far from where I live now. Well, how about that? Um, what else did I get? I got some, uh, my brother sent me, uh, some fancy, uh, brown drink. Okay. Which is fun. Um, I got this hat. And, uh, yeah. Oh, I got some stink bombs. (laughs) You did? What am I supposed to do with those? Okay. They're glass. Listen. Okay. First of all, the bit originally was... We were trying to convince you that, like, there's something wrong with yeah, these stink bombs well, so that when you set them off, it would, like, blow up in your face. But I think you've gotten ac- past no, that. What I really, really, really want you to do, and I, you won't do it, but I really want at you church. to take one to church and just in the hallway outside, either before or after. You don't have to, like, do it like Batman, like, throw a capsule and have it just put it on the ground and crush it and just tell, uh, Video. <laughs> tell Chris, be like, hey. So stink, stink ball at our church, and just like watch the reaction of everyone, like, oh, like dying. We did it. Uh, we we broke one. It's like the glass vials. We broke one outside on the street when it was real windy, so it, you could hardly even get a whiff of it. And apparently, there's some other birthday present that's coming for me from <laughs> that group that I don't know what it is. There's always some crazy gift that y'all send. So. I wonder when that's going to get there. And now, see, like, our birthdays are, like, the in this group thread, it's, like, February, mm-hmm. March, Steve, May, yeah, June. Yeah, Steve's in May, and you're June. And now yeah. we have, like, an eight-month break before, like, our birthdays are always, like, to, to plan. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Was there anything else we needed to talk about? Go to, we're on YouTube. No. I know, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm such a bad YouTube. I need to yep. get them up. It's a much longer process. Than the audio only, so just bear with me. Uh, da, 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 da. The Mavericks are going to be playing in a bubble, hopefully. Uh, Jen, uh, no, Sim- Simply Human's own Ryan Barker, Jen's mm-hmm. brother, who we mentioned in the interview with Cyrus, had the COVID. Really? Yep. His only symptoms. Right? His only symptoms was his loss of taste and smell for 24 <sighs> hours. That was it. 20, That's it. 24 hours. He never felt bad. He never had fever. He never coughed. Nothing. Only reason he knew to even go get tested is because he lost his sense of taste and smell. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that, that was it. Weird. Yeah, and now he's fine. He, of course, he owns a bar and a gym, so it's like it's <laughs> yeah, amazing no that he lasted. And he lives long. in Harris County, Texas, yeah, so like, yeah, uh, like one of the epicenters of the, of the outbreak. Houston is where he lives. Yeah. So anyway, okay, let's get to our interview with Cyrus. This is great. Um, yes. Hold on, we talked to him. I can't write, about his birthday, which is October second. Spoiler alert. Uh, his book, which he sent, which I already looked at, uh, background cramping, um, keto acidosis, intermittent fasting, insulin, the fight or flight response, and CrossFit. We talked to him about CrossFit. Mm-hmm. So, and his cats, of course. So here is Cyrus. Great interview with the great Cyrus Kumbata. <laughs> I'm not actually wearing pants, so <laughs> oh, he's not. in my underwear. <laughs> oh, that's unbelievable. <laughs> Oh, Normally you say that and it's a joke, and then you the actually you're wearing, just a, for, you're wearing a dress shirt. <laughs> totally. I literally just walked in two minutes ago. I just walked in home from work, and so oh. I hadn't had a chance to change into like comfortable day clothes. So, so Cyrus, that's how you go to work in your boxers. Yeah. Well, listen, if I'm wearing pants, like at all, <laughs> yeah, that's a good day. So, yeah. Cyrus, uh, Rick is a police officer. I work. <laughs> I work. That makes it it's even true. better. Well, yeah, but we in a in a former life we were uh, sports broadcasters, and oh, okay. on a, okay. on a weekend sports broadcast you would have the tie, the shirt, the coat, and like athletic shorts under the desk. Yeah, hey, like, that's, that's not thing. like people think that's just a ha ha ha. No, nobody on television on the TV news is wearing, wearing pants. pants. They're yeah. wearing shorts. They're wearing flip flops. Oh, uh, that is. 
cool. I had no idea. I have never, I can't recall. There was one show that we did on Sundays, like an extended sports show where I would have to wear pants because you would have the whole body. Oh, right. Sports Sunday. But that was literally the only time broadcasting I ever wore any pants. (sighs) Did you guys ever see that Sports Illustrated uh, swimsuit edition that came out in like the 1990s? (laughs) Whatever it is. Like they painted. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. That was like our senior years in high school. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mine yes. too. Um, yes. I thought that I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Me, me too. Brilliant. This is very yeah. uh, artistic. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I I wish that like they would come up with men's clothing that looked like that too. Because I was like, I can't. It's wearing a shirt is just like very hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Trust me, Rick oh, knows that. When growing up, I never wore a shirt. A there's a picture. There's a picture of uh, me when I'm in high school, like Thanksgiving oh, dinner, boy. like extended family, <laughs> the whole table set. The nice china, silverware, the whole spiel. There's 20 people at the table. I'm yeah. sitting at the table with my shirt off. Of course, dude. Like, <laughs> what? An idiot. How, how old were you? I was probably 17. 16, 17. <laughs> old enough. Old yeah, enough. yeah. Moron. So anyway, uh, okay. So okay. So Cyrus, uh, we've already done. Me. We've already done an intro. Okay. Um, so we're just. We're. This is just what we do. We're gonna do 30 minutes of just having fun and talking. But first thing we're gonna cool. do. Um, is the birthday game, Rick. Okay, so we we can't really explain, Cyrus, how we started doing this. It just evolved several years ago. So what Mark and I do is we each get two guesses as to what your birthday is. Just month and day number, not the Uh year. Uh Uh, I, for the record, I'm the only one who has done this. I'm the only one who's nailed the number. So I am the master. I am the champion. Mark okay. is. You did something uh, once. That doesn't mean you're the master at it. I, listen, I uh, one out of three. I, I one out of three hundred sixty-five, three hundred sixty-six. Okay, you, counting you go first. Yep. Okay, so because it, so it, Mark wants me to go first to narrow the, the odds. Because if he went first, he would have one out of three hundred sixty-six. Now he has two out of three hundred sixty-six. <laughs> so you, each one of you is going to guess right the, the month and the date. And yeah. don't yeah. give us like a ooh close. Or got it. It's got to be, yeah. Okay. Got it. So I'm going to be just deadpan here. I will go first. I'll go with June 9th. Nope. Okay. Mark. I got a good feeling. I got a good feeling about this one. That means you cheated. <laughs> Which I did. Hang on. Once let me, uh, let for me, like a month. Let me uh, I research. Consult. Let me consult my, uh, <laughs> my resource here. Is it in here? No. It's got to be in here somewhere. Hold on. It's, it's in the it's in the glossary. <laughs> glossary. Um, <laughs> July 10th. No, it's not it either. Okay, November 17th. Uh-uh. Okay, Mark? I'm sticking with summer. I'm going with summer. It is July 2nd. No, he thinks I'm a cancer. No, no. I'm because I'm a cancer. That's Mark why. is a cancer. Yeah. <laughs> Believe That's me. Why. Okay. You guys want to know the answer? Yes. Yes, we do. Okay, Libra, October second. I was very okay. close, but ish. So back in high school, I was uh, I had this really good friend named Erica, and we were sitting in the car one day, and we were just like chit chatting about something. Yeah, chit chatting. Yeah, you know, parking, and uh, so we were chatting, and and I was talking about something about planning my birthday party because it was coming up, right? And she she cuts me off in the middle. She's like, you know when my birthday is, right? And I was like, yeah, of course I know when your birthday is. Oh, no. <laughs> you know? Right? And then uh, she was like, I didn't think she would call me out on it. But then all of a sudden she's like, okay, what day is my birthday? I know oh. yours. What day is mine? And all of a sudden I was just like, oh, God, Uh-oh. one in 365. But I had to play it all cool. So I was like, don't tell me you got it. June. And she's like, okay, fine. June what? Oh. And I was like, oh, okay, sweet. I got the month. Nice. And then I was now like, you're down to one out of 30. One out of 30. I was like, you can do this, Cyrus. You can do this, Cyrus. And I was like, 23rd. And she was like, okay, just wanted to make sure you knew. Anyway. No and way. I was like, three <laughs> from the corner and it drains it. Unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, my God. And see, Rick, I believe him because he has, he has no reason to lie about that. No. That's a true story. That's actually a good story. So he is the other master. <laughs> on the call, could never do it again. Oh my god, that is a very pressure situation. That is Man. draining an 18 foot putt to win the Masters. Like right I know because you know if I don't get that answer right, then like the friendship is done, done. perhaps. And then you know? she's getting past, out of the car. And then past yeah. the friendship is a no go as well. Yeah, exactly. No, uh, okay, not. so where are you right now? Costa Rica. What? 
Yeah. Like Costa Rica, um, Florida, or is that like a city <laughs> yeah, in Texas? Costa Rica, California. Yeah, it's a yeah. very small known town. Uh, my, so my wife and I moved here two and a half years ago because we were living in San Francisco. We came down here for our honeymoon. And then while we were here, we were like, huh, this place is kind of nice. It's kind of sunny. There's like mangoes all over the place and it's cheaper. And then we went back to San Francisco. Oh, yeah. And it was windy, foggy, rainy, cold, middle of the summer. The 49ers terrible. are there. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, come on. So we wake up one day. It's a Saturday. We were hoping to like go out and have a good time. And it's 55 degrees and it, you're in like the tundra. And so my wife looks at me. She's like, can I ask you a question? And I was like, yeah. She goes, what the hell are we doing here in San Francisco? And I was like, I don't know. Let's go. So we just literally bought one-way plane tickets within a week. And then we were That's out. That's a good story. Yeah, so here we are. Seizing the day. Um, you have two cats. Oh, yeah, I have two cats. Exactly right. Mew I have and- a cat here, too, who's very mad that I've been gone so long. So you'll hear her periodically holler at me. Mew it happens. And it happens. Mew and Blue. Blue. I read that. Blue, that's right. You saw it in the book. Oh, nice. My boy, Blue. Uh, they're they're going to probably make a cameo at some point. They usually stick their butts in the camera. So oh, I'll, nice. I'll show you guys. Talk slower. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> God, I thank you for cats. Um, okay. So, yes. Uh, my wife needs to get sheets. Uh, come right this way. There she went. There she needs goes. To get there sheets we go. for you to sleep on the couch tonight. <laughs> 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 yes. Something uh, you've done. Okay. So uh, this is the book. And we, do, we do not have um, Robbie with us. Robbie, I mean, he's still <sighs> with us. Yeah, I'm like, whoa, this this <laughs> podcast took a turn. He did not die. <laughs> yeah, uh, Your so Honor, alive. Exhibit A, this podcast. <laughs> Here's the book. That's correct. Y'all were so yes. great to send me this book, and uh, it's great, y'all. Good. I'll, just, I'll, I'll check the mail and see if mine came in. Yeah, no, I got two. Oh, probably not. So I'm going to say. Oh, Mark has two. He just reads one in <laughs> no, each hand. Just, oh, man, it's right. so luxurious. I, 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 right. I sold one on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, our listeners love these books. Could you say you like ten more? <laughs> He's like, I'm getting rich over here. I don't know about free. you. Rick. Yeah, is that legal? <laughs> um, so this book makes a shocking claim, Rick. This book claims yep. that you can live a healthy lifestyle on nothing but bluebell ice cream. Oh well, listen. <laughs> I'm research subject cheese. number one on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but let's uh, let's talk about the. What is the? It's a big book. There's a lot of words in here. What is Correct. the hardest part <laughs> about writing a book? Oh, that's a good question. What's the hardest part about writing a book? Um, convincing yourself that somebody else wants to li- wants to read what you have to say. Right. Let's put it that way. That's the, right? like that's the hardest thing about a podcast. Like there's so there's a thousand bajillion podcasts. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I mean, I think it would be it would be the the pen name. Like uh, Rusty Shackelford or... Oh, uh, you know. like deciding what to call yourself? Yeah. Enorma yeah. Uh, Stitz. Enormous, yeah. Uh, don't. Enorma. Don't, I'm trying to think no. of all the ones from The Simpsons. Yeah, right. Back in the day. Amanda <laughs> Hug and Kiss. I feel like you were born in the early 80s because I feel like ben we're Dover. the same. Yeah. We're like the same age. We're referencing a lot of the same things here. That's exactly right. Uh, what, what year were you guys born? 80. 81. Yeah, I was born in 82. Perfect. Okay. Boom. And I'm the over. old man of the group, huh? Yeah. No, sorry, sorry. I was born in 1980, comma. Two. Oh, also. Oh, also. Oh. Yes. I'm with okay. you. Yeah. So, so Rick there we go. is still the old man because he was born Probably. on Leap Day. Oh, that's true. I was born before you. I was yeah. a Leap Day yeah. person. There you go. Okay. So, what else? Okay. So, you like, okay. how do you conquer that that kind of uh, self, I guess, self doubt or fear or whatever? Like, how are people, what are, you know, why do people want to hear what I want to say? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you get over this idea that, okay, fine. People do actually want to hear what I have to say. And uh, then it comes down to actually like putting your words on a piece of paper. So luckily we had an editor that was helping us out writing this book and we sort of like mapped the whole thing out. It was like, okay, chapter one's going to say this and chapter two and so on and so forth. And then when it came down to actually writing it, you know, you get you, writer's block, like it's a real thing. So you sit down and you're, you're like, you're like ready. I got my I got my tea and everything. I sit down at the computer and I'm just I got like, my shirt off. Yeah, I got my shirt off. I'm everything. I got my cats next to me, ready to ready to do this. And then I'm just like, sounds like a scene from Misery. Okay, now what? <laughs> right? And then I like, oh, something's on the phone. And then I check it. And before I know it, I'm like in social media. And then before I'm just like, it can be a uh, a very time consuming process. I did notice one thing that that happened over and over and over again, which is that like 
on my calendar, I would set aside like three hours where I was just going to like go deep into one particular subject. And I would start writing and then, then some words would come out and some wouldn't and I would have to like jump around. And then usually by the time the three hours was up, I was just getting, getting started. started. Right. And that was the point where all of a sudden I was like, man, like now I'm in it. And then I have to go do something else. Right. Right. Because you had something else how long scheduled. Did, how long did it take you to write the book? I don't know, like four or five days, maybe. Totally. <laughs> it, was, it was quick. I'm telling you. Boy, genius right here. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing probably took three years. Wow. Three oh, wow. years. Well, yeah. let's, so let's, let's back up and tell us kind of your, your Cliff's Notes version of your story. Kind of what, what it is you do, PhD. Tell us about your background and kind of how it is that you're doing what it is you're doing. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, so um, up until the age of 22, I had literally heard the word diabetes like five times in my life. Wow. Okay, so it wasn't a thing. It wasn't a concept. I didn't really care about it. But then all of a sudden, I'm in college. I'm trying to graduate and move on with my life. And um, I just got these symptoms that made me realize that something was terribly wrong. Number one, I was so thirsty, it was mind-boggling. I would like take a glass of water, put it down, and then I was like, yeah, I'm thirstier. Then I'll take another glass, put it down. I was like, yeah, I'm still thirsty. And this kept on happening over and over and over again for like a two to three day window. No energy, uh, very, very tired. I would go to sleep and I would start cramping up. You know when you get like a, a calf cramp? Yeah. Right? And it hurts big time. And then, so I would get the calf cramp and then I would try and like, wiggle my body so that it was less painful and, and then, then like my other hamstring would cramp right and you then moved. like my chest would cramp and oh. then my shoulder would cramp and all of a sudden there's a certain point where i was just like i give up i can't even do this that and then happens, in addition to that uh, rick you remember jody clayton i do so that happened uh like that that's a symptom of also like uh, you know severe dehydration so uh in a college football two a days go home for a nap you're dehydrated yeah. Our, a buddy of ours woke up and got a cramp like in his in his forearm so he reaches over to like massage that cramp, and because he moves this arm, this arm yeah. cramped, and then oh, and then his, before long, his whole body I mean, crippled up in the floor. Ambulance, the whole thing. I mean, that's a that's yeah. like a friggin' scary thing for sure. Oh, you actually had to call the ambulance. Yes. In that situation. Yeah, like he had to like like <clears throat> ambulance had to come to the house. It was insane. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not a fun place to be. It literally felt like I was full body rigor mortis, and the only way to to like deal with it was just to like flat out give up. And I was just like, okay. Something will Take happen me. and maybe I'll survive. I don't know. So long story short, uh, picked up the phone. I called my sister and she's a doctor. And I was like, hey, Shanaz, tell me what the heck is going on with me. And I explained my symptoms. She started crying. Like she's, she's a she very. Knew, she knew immediately. She knew immediately. Yeah. She, she's a very calm doctor. And she, she started crying immediately. Go to the hospital. You have type 1 diabetes. Oh. And I literally, at that point, like I said, I didn't know anything about diabetes. I thought diabetes had something to do with old people and cake. That's literally it. <laughs> All and people I was who there, eat cake uh, have diabetes. That's the equation. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, Shanaz, come on. I don't have diabetes. She's like, I don't have time to explain. Just go. Just please hang up the phone. Go. <laughs> what kind of doctor? So I go straight you? to the, she's a family practice medicine. Okay. Right. So I go straight to uh, the health center. They, I, I'm in a room. They check my blood glucose and they walk out of a room to go put it into a meter and come back. Like three minutes went by and uh, I heard the door open and I was passed out and I wake up and I'm looking at the ceiling and I'm like, okay. I'm in a doctor's office. Uh, that's a nurse in front of me. How did I get here? Uh, what am I doing here? Oh, wow. What's her name? And I was just, I was like, I was going delirious. So she looks at me and she goes, how did you get here? And I was like, I walked. And she's like, we have to take you to the hospital right now. So you were on and like the like, campus, oh. like the college clinic? Yeah, I was on the college clinic. Yeah. And I was like, uh, What's happening to me? Is everything okay? And she's like, we got to get you to the hospital right now. I don't have time to explain. Blood glucose super high. Uh, you're in this thing called DKA, diabetic ketoacidosis. Uh, very dangerous situation. So take me to the hospital. Uh, while I'm there, within half an hour, uh, they got an IV of saline going on one arm. Then they got an IV of insulin going to the other arm. And they basically are trying to hydrate me and bring my blood glucose down. And so over the course of 24 hours, uh, they explained to me that I actually had developed type 1 diabetes plus two other autoimmune conditions as if one wasn't enough. Yeah. So I got, I got uh, Hashimoto's hypothyroidism yep. plus alopecia universalis, which is why I got no eyebrows, no eyelashes, yeah. no nothing. I got no hair on me. And then the third one was type 1 diabetes. So all three of them said in a six-month period. Jeez. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was intense. So imagine this. You show up at the at the health center to try and figure out what's wrong with you. 24 hours later, you get discharged from the hospital after an emergency situation with three autoimmune conditions, 
a prescription for two types of insulin, a blood glucose meter, a prescription for test strips, syringes, a carbohydrate counting guide, and a bracelet that says, hey, I'm a life alert patient. If you see me passed out on the sidewalk, call 911. Like here's, here's the fanny pack you need. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. To wear at all times. Yeah. And you're like, Seriously. Wait, what? Yeah. yeah. And I, I just went, I remember going back to my dorm and I was like, what the hell just happened to me? This is very weird. So, uh, you had no symptoms before, before this that. episode. You were before just like, oh, I'm just chilling. My friends told me after the fact that they noticed that I was getting tireder and tireder, but that was it. Huh. And, and you could attribute that to anything like yeah, right. studying too much, not right. studying All too nighters. much, partying too much. It's you name vague, it. Yeah. It's a very vague symptom as being tired. Exactly right. Yeah, so, I mean, nobody would ever equate that to type one. Right. So, um, okay, long story short, I ended up following the advice of the doctors who basically said, hey, listen, if you're going to be living with type one diabetes, the only thing that you can do is eat a low carbohydrate diet, which is like what is the most popular thing, uh, you know, what was very popular at the time, and it has become more popular right. since then. Keto, and these low carbohydrate, yeah, bingo, Atkins, right. paleo, keto, any of these diet names, right? So I started doing exactly what they said, and I started eating things like red meat, white meat, chicken, fish, olive oil, Blue peanut meat. butter, turkey burgers. <laughs> yeah, and, and like what – I mean I enjoyed it because I was like a 22-year-old guy who enjoyed eating meat, but it, would, it did not help me control my blood glucose. My insulin use was going up. I felt terrible. My joints were hurting. I couldn't play soccer like I wanted to. I couldn't go to the gym as much as I wanted to, and I was like, ooh, uh, I'm not a scientist, but I don't think this is working out for me. So then I decided I'm to I'm not a scientist yet. 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 Exactly right. <laughs> I wasn't at the time. So I started talking to people. I was like, hey, do you know what I can do? Do you know anybody that's gone through this situation before? People started talking to people and the universe just, you, you know, I'm sure you guys have probably experienced this where like you start thinking about something and then before you know it, all of a sudden like things just start appearing. Right. Right. You know, and so I just started thinking about how can I change my diet and started doing some internet searches. And before I knew it, there was this like, I was, people were telling me plant based nutrition, plant based nutrition, become a vegetarian, become a vegan. And I was like, I was like, hold on, hold on. I don't want to become a vegan. Like, A, I don't wear grass skirts. B, I don't like hula hooping. C, I don't play hockey sack. You know, that's those, literally what those I Those are the three things. I mean, that's <laughs> how you become a vegan. <laughs> that's exactly right. Steps one through three. The fourth <laughs> is the not eating the animal. Right, rest. right. You have to yeah. do all those things before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I, I, uh, I wasn't really open to the idea until my health got so bad that I was like, you know what? Whatever, I'll do whatever I have to do. Yep. You know, I'm, I'm in a pretty dire situation. So. I ended up learning how to become a plant-based eater under the guidance of this guy named Dr. Doug Graham. He went on to become an author, brilliant, brilliant dude. Uh, he taught me basically, he's like, listen, this whole low carbohydrate philosophy, it's dumb. It's not grounded in science. It doesn't work. And I'll explain the biology and I'll show you exactly why. So under his tutelage, I basically transitioned to a low fat plant-based whole food diet, started eating lots of fruits, lots of vegetables. And my, All I felt foods. unbelievable. Unreal. It literally felt like I took a wall charger, like a like a charger, and stuck it into a wall socket, and and I was just like back. I got electrified with energy. I was hydrated again. It's like you didn't realize uh, how lethargic you were until you weren't. 
kind of one until of those I, deals. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until, until I like rebounded and started to feel good. So uh, the end of the story here is that um, I felt so good that I decided to go back to school. So I went to, to go get a PhD and become a real scientist and learn the actual science of this stuff. And then while I was there, I uncovered a hundred years worth of research that right. basically was like, oh, hey, by the way, we've known the answer to diabetes and blood glucose control for a hundred years. And that information has been around. It's just been buried. And uh, I think there's a lot of like bigger forces at play to make sure that that information is buried. But I uncovered it. And then I was like, wait a minute, hold on a second. I think people should know this information. I met Robbie along the way. And the two of us decided to create this company called Mastering Diabetes so that we could teach people what we had both been through and the actual research behind it. Right. And then here we are today. Awesome. Um, okay. So in the book, one of the things that, you know, we talk a lot about on this show is kind of, you know, simply human, right? We're looking at the ways humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and like manage stress. Uh, yeah. This whole, this whole idea of uh, the, the buzzword intermittent fasting is like this, ooh, this is like this buzzword. And to, to me, like I always equate that to something like uh, barefoot running. Like barefoot running isn't like this new new age thing like that's like using your feet more was like a like it's existed we, for a million years until we yeah. came up with the idea of shoes, shoes. like a hundred years ago so to <laughs> me like like the, exactly. the, the idea of our ancestors like stopping and eating a meal like every two hours is like ludicrous right so intermittent totally. fasting uh is is a good thing um and, and so and you talk about that in your book but like just kind of just really quickly uh talk about what what are some of the benefits of you know just like in other words, I'm not eating every two hours, which is kind of a, a very uh, common thing. Oh, I got to keep my metabolism going. I got to yeah, eat every yeah, two yeah. hours. Yeah. I don't want to slow my metabolism right, by right. not yeah. eating. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I think you're hitting on an important topic here, which is that like social media makes things trendy, even though they aren't trendy. They've been around for hundreds, if not thousands of years. And all of a sudden, like these conversations online start to happen and people use all these catchphrases. But in reality, the idea is that like, this is a simple concept. And it's been around for a long time. So just like the research that teaches you how to control your blood glucose with precision and how to avoid diabetes or even reverse it, that's been around for a long time. Like we've right. known this for hundreds of years. Uh, research about intermittent fasting is the same way. So intermittent fasting is basically just think of it as is a way to control or manipulate the timing of your food intake. It's just that simple, right? Right. And, um, in today's world, people either do like a 24 hour intermittent fast or like a 16, eight intermittent fast. Where they're not and, eating for 16 hours eating in like an eight hour window. You're not like constantly eating like a cow for eight straight hours, right? It's just like the, I mean, you could, yeah, I guess, but. yeah, you could. Grazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what, what the research actually shows is that intermittent fasting is, one of the most powerful things you can do for your overall metabolic health, for your cardiovascular health, for your diabetes health, for your cancer health, for reducing inflammation, for improving the function of your brain and beyond. And so when I was at school, I actually got the chance to study what happens to animals when they calorie restrict. And it's fascinating. It's, a, it's almost like calorie restriction slash intermittent fasting because they're kind of similar to each other. Right. Um, is like the most powerful band-aid that, uh, that the research world has seen in a long time. And it's not starvation. People think that, oh, you're yeah. fasting, oh, you're starving yourself. No, that is no. not what this is. Yeah. No, not even close. Yeah. So like back in the 1930s when they first started trying to really research what the heck calorie restriction was, these guys, this guy named Clive McKay and his colleagues, they basically started doing these experiments on mice and rats. And what they found out was if they restricted the, the calorie intake of laboratory rats by 25% that they, these rats actually would live 25 to 30% longer than their counterparts. So it's like the less food you ate, the longer you lived. And then from that point onwards, they replicated this in mice. And then it happened in yeast in worms, in flies, in, um, in dogs, in sheep, in pigs, in monkeys. And, and so and, and now in human beings as well. And so there's all this research that actually shows that when you restrict your calories, it's not about starvation. It's not about making you weaker. It's not about you know, slowing your metabolism. These are all just silly catchphrases that people who don't understand it right. use. But in reality, it's about increasing your longevity, literally spending more days on this planet. Right. And uh, because it cuts your chronic disease risk, 
and it improves the health of all tissues in your body, it makes sense that you would live for a longer period of time. Is it, respond to this statement that I'm going to make. Hit me. The, the, the fact that intermittent fasting and, and having periods where you're not just like constantly eating, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's less about the foods that you're not eating and more about that you don't have insulin just constantly going Coursing through your, through your, your body, bloodstream. Yeah. Re, is, respond to that. True or okay, that's, that's one of the hormones that is reduced in the fasting state. Okay. In, in truth, one of about a hundred or yeah. more. Yeah, there are yeah. all types of hormones that are that are reduced when you don't consume food for a long period of time. Insulin just happens to be one of the most powerful hormones in your body. But in addition to that, you also have things like insulin like growth factor one, IGF one, which right. is a very problematic hormone when it is expressed in too high levels. Okay. Um, you also it also affects your growth hormone level as well. Okay. It also affects your testosterone level as well, right? There's a whole collection of hormones that are manipulated when you don't eat food. But as far as insulin is concerned, yeah, when you are, when you consume food, your pancreas naturally secretes insulin. Right. And the reason for that is because insulin is this master hormone that literally goes to your liver and muscle in particular and goes, knock, knock. There's some glucose in the blood. Take it up now. And you and said food. Are like, oh, okay, cool. You didn't specify what type of food. You just said food. And a lot of people like yeah. understand like any food that you eat, yes. there's going to be some insulin response to it by the, by the body in some way. That is exactly right. Yeah. So you, you're right. So food is going to stimulate insulin secretion, but the types of food that you eat are also going to, you know, they, they, not all foods create an the equal insulin response. response. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So packaged and processed refined carbohydrates are like the worst foods you can put into your body Blue because they stimulate. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and the, but here's here's the thing that that makes the mastering diabetes philosophy totally different. And again, this is all based on research. People make the assumption they say, okay, if I eat a steak, or if I eat some cheese that literally has like effectively zero carbs. carbohydrate energy, right? Zero carbs, zero sugar, and is mainly fat and protein, then it's not going to stimulate an insulin response. And the answer is it does, right. but it stimulates a smaller insulin response. Okay? Right. okay. So people make the assumption, they're like, great, I'm trying to reduce my insulin exposure. Therefore, I'm just going to eat these high fat foods. And in truth, the answer is, yeah. And in like an acute setting, meaning like hours after you eat the meal, there's less insulin. But here's the problem. Over the course of time, you end up developing this condition called insulin resistance. And insulin resistance happens when your liver and muscle in particular become overloaded with too much accumulate. They, they, they over accumulate fatty acids. Right. Right. And as a result of doing that, the next time you go eat anything that has a carbohydrate in it, such as like a banana, right. Which is, which is healthy. That's very healthy. It's a fruit. It's very healthy. Which, exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. You're eating whole carbohydrate energy, not yeah. refined crackers and cookies and pastas, but you're eating a whole carbohydrate energy. Even in that situation, Insulin comes and knock and goes, knock, knock, hey, liver, knock, knock, gluc- uh, muscle. Do you want this glucose that's in the blood? Take it up now. And the liver and muscle respond by like, uh-uh, no, 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 we're no. Good. We're good. I'm not listening to you right now. I got all this fatty acid accumulated that I got to burn first. Uh, you know, we're close for business. So insulin and glucose get trapped inside of your blood and then they can't go anywhere. Right. And that causes your blood glucose to get elevated, right? So people don't understand that by eating a high fat diet, they're literally causing a metabolic traffic jam which is then resulting huh. in the inability to eat carbohydrates which down the road. Which is ultimately the same thing that happens when you, if you, all you ate was processed foods and processed sugars. You're, you, it's just a different – there's different stuff jammed up, but it's the same insulin resistance. Exactly right. You're creating yeah. insulin resistance through yeah. either a high-fat foods or through like refined carbohydrate-rich foods. And both of them end up in a very similar response, which is that glucose metabolism just doesn't work the way it's supposed to. Right. And the only way to not have an insulin response is to go on a fast. Like a like an intermittent fast, where it's whether it's sixteen hours, twenty four hours. I know some, you know, uh, I've I've been experimenting with going longer than twenty four, up to forty eight hours, you know, and uh, that's you know for sure you're not getting an instant response, you know, uh, when you don't eat anything, unless you're exactly right. So your huh, insulin yeah. concentrations go down. They they don't go down to zero. They can right. never go down to zero, but they right. go down to like very low, and yeah. it's very stable. Tell me this: when you do an intermittent fast for like twenty four to forty eight hours. What happens to you? Give me the experience. So the the second morning of the of the forty eight, so I'm like at thirty six hours when I wake up, and that whole mm-hmm. day, 
I have I have like a, a, a almost an uh, unexplainable. I can't like put it into words the amount of like mental energy that I have. Yeah, very uh. just like just like I feel like I'm wired. Uh, I have a lot of I have uh, and and that's in energy too. You know, I have lots of energy. I sleep really good, um, and I feel I feel great. Um, I do I and, you know I'll take electrolytes and stuff. You know, I'll put electrolytes in water every you know occasionally just sip on that like throughout the day. But I it's it's like the the main thing that I feel is is like increased energy on that second day. On that second day, so it takes you almost like twenty four hours yeah, to get past to that point. Twenty four is when I feel like the like that morning of yeah. So then, when you start to put food back into your body, is it almost like you kind of come down from that? And you know, it feels it, a well, it, dep- it depends on what I eat, right? So if I come back in with like a really whole food, you know, a lot of colors like this, big mm-hmm. salad, things like that, then I'm then I'm totally fine. Then you feel, feel good. I feel okay. great. Yeah, yeah. Now, if I were to eat like a big pizza or something, then I could see like crashing. But that's I've gotten aware like. Uh, Rick knows this. Like I, I never eat breakfast or lunch. Like it's whatever. Like I hardly. And that's the bragging montage. Yeah, we had, we said, like a kind of a running joke. I bragged about that one time. But like if I eat lunch, in any day, I have that kind of crash moment in the afternoon, which is why like I've just gotten to where like I'm just like no, I'm not gonna eat lunch. Like I'm, even if I'm in like a lunch meeting, I'm just like people just know that I'm not gonna eat lunch. And that's not because, And that's not because I don't like what you made for me or this is unhealthy or how dare you. You know, it's just like I feel better if I just eat at night and I have that, you know. And so, but but I don't get that crash. I guess you know, on the second night, I'm you know, I might, but it might be hitting me at dinner time and it's bedtime. You know, it's like I get the yeah, crash I and then I, like, I like fall asleep. You know, it's not like in the middle of the day. So, so what about when people are like, "But I made you this potato right now, salad. You love potato if, salad." Mark. If my mom, it's like she makes me banana pudding because it's my favorite. <laughs> there, yeah. there, 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 there. You know, circumstances where certain I'm not exceptions. Be a total. Gotcha. D-bag, okay. You just can't know, make an exception but... every day, which is what I do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make an exception for this uh, for my Monday bowl of ice cream. Oh, this fast food worker. He's working so hard back there. I got <laughs> to show my appreciation by shoving this Big Mac into my mouth hole. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh my gosh. Uh, anyway, um, I can't believe we're almost like we're uh, almost out of time. It's nine oh five. It's crazy. It's been thirty minutes. Um, what? Yeah. Just very quickly before we ask yeah. you like the last question. Um, stress and diabetes. I know that's something that you talk about in your book. Very quickly, what are like, why does stress, you know, uh, add to this problem and what can you do about the whole stress piece of this? Okay, cool. So you guys have probably heard about this like fight or flight mechanism, but when you get stressed out that your adrenal gland starts to, you know, release large amounts of adrenaline and or cortisol into your blood. Right. So when you are in a stress situation, whether it's like one particular stress situation, like somebody's about to break into my house or you're in like a chronic state of stress where you're like your boss is yelling at you and your relationships aren't working properly. Um, both of those um, are characterized by elevated uh, cortisol levels. So your adrenal gland is basically working harder than it's supposed to. And as a result of that, one of the things, one of the most powerful things that cortisol can do is cortisol travels through your blood and it goes right to your liver and it goes, knock, knock. And your liver's like, what? And then it tells cells and it says, hey, all that glycogen that you have stored, that you've been storing for the past 12 hours or 24 hours, give it to me. It's time to come out. And so the glycogen ends up breaking down into glucose and then the liver ends up putting like dumping glucose into your blood. Okay, so cortisol basically is the signal that goes knock, knock, and then glucose is the response. Because if, if you're Rick Moranis and Ghostbusters and the dog thing is chasing you, you need okay. you need glucose in your bloodstream to try to That's help exactly you what I'm talking get about. away from the dog. That is the I, exact example he was thinking of. Is, yeah, mental imagery was right there. So yes, in that in that fight or flight mechanism, you're being chased by something, or you know you're you you have to turn in a presentation to your boss and you hate them and they don't you don't want to deal with it. The idea here is that when you're doing that, if you were to do that, you know, once a week. Okay, fine. That's one. That's what's one. That's a nor- totally normal physiological response. But what ends up happening in the world in which we live in, when people are elevating their their chronic levels of stress, they end up forcing their liver to constantly make more glucose and more glucose and more glucose and more glucose and more glucose. And before you know it, your overall blood glucose concentration goes up. Your fasting glucose goes up. Mm-hmm. Your post meal blood glucose goes up. And then as a result of that. Tissues all throughout your body are like, dude, what is all this glucose? Where's this stuff coming from? 
even though you're not really eating it, it's just that it's coming out of your liver. And as a result of that, your brain starts to take an impact. Your thyroid gland starts to work less well. Your heart doesn't work as well. Your blood vessels don't work as well. Your kidney, your liver, you name it. So tissues all throughout your body, they get insulted when there's too much glucose. How and a dare lot of you, it, sir? <laughs> and they slap you with a glove. <laughs> I, was just, I was just about to say that. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, so all, a lot of it originates from just living in a high stress environment, right. right? So if you add that in addition to a high fat diet, in addition to excess alcohol consumption, in addition to not moving your body frequently, then you basically have the perfect storm. Right. And you end up with this tidal wave of uh, Di- metabolic diabetes. Is that the the new? The That's new exactly term? right. Okay, you so the book is Mastering Diabetes. Here it is. It's Boom. available anywhere books are sold. You got um, it. Yep. Website. Uh, say the website. Is it MasteringDiabetes.org? That's easy enough. Um, yep. And so, speaking of stress, so one thing that we always ask our our new guests the for this question and this is kind of has to do with the you know eat sleep move and then enjoy life manage stress uh this is it's it's that uh sure. genre here what is something you uh, enjoy about life or something you do to make life more enjoyable and it doesn't have to have anything to do with anything we just talked about a well, hobby or something that you just love doing i got two words for you cross fit nice Dude, yeah, I got I got sucked into the uh, I drank the CrossFit Kool Aid like two and a half years ago. Oh, really? So you're recent, a recent convert. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Recent addition to the CrossFit community and like the the name CrossFit right now is is like the brand is going through a bunch of Man, turmoil and it's all weird. Certainly but, is. Yeah. 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 Okay, but but the philosophy, the movement, yeah, the, the the yeah 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 exactly the the way that the workouts are structured and like high intensity like stupidly hard stuff. Right, but over fairly become, quickly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. It, it's, it's like it's it's not just like something I enjoy doing. Like it is a legit addiction for right, me, right? And I love it. And on days where I can't do it for whatever reason, like so there's a part of me that's dying, right? So <laughs> that has become something that I absolutely love. And uh, cool. you know, I can't complain. Have you guys done it before? Or so yeah, so I started. I, I don't do it necessarily right now, uh, but my I got my I started doing it back in '09. Okay. And my brother-in-law, I introduced him to it, and now he owns a gym. Uh, and then, of course, he, as a gym owner, hearing you know what's going on with the branding stuff <laughs> is, is a different like it's like what is happening. Yeah, that's it's a crazy. whole other conversation. Yeah. So, uh, so he's like, I mean, he's like a competitor. He's like been to regionals. Like he's like a stud. And I was just like, oh, oh he's wow, like way better than me now. I guess I'll go do some like <laughs> curls with my dumbbells or something. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, but I don't know, Rick, you've probably dabbled in a little I bit have dabbled. Bit. Dabbled yeah. is probably a good word for it. Yeah. Um, we have uh, several, we have a couple of police gyms and there was a group who did CrossFit uh, during our, you know, lunch workouts. Uh, I did that for probably about 18 months. Uh, I'm now just kind of more focusing on kind of complex muscle lifts and kind of heavier, not super heavy, but like heavy, you know, Got a cat? Quit knocking stuff over, you jerk! Throw your cat. That's part of your. She's freaking. Feeling less one arm. But uh, I have dabbled. Um, I don't think uh, for me my issue was that it wasn't structured enough because it wasn't like a CrossFit instructor instructing us through. It was just, hey, we're doing X number of movements and these are all the things. And I felt like my form wasn't very good. And so I feel like me personally, I think CrossFit is is probably really good if you're working underneath someone who's making sure that it's not just like, hey, do 10,000 burpees. Who's making sure you do your burpees correctly or whatever. I That's what what my problem was with it. It's not CrossFit as a as a. I don't know what you would call as a philosophy or a genre. It's just the circumstances in which I was doing it. I felt like I needed a, a bit more structure, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I, under someone who knows what they're talking about, who's making sure you're not just like, you know, doing a thousand reps for the sake of that thousand reps. Uh, I think it's a pretty good, yeah. pretty good deal for sure. Awesome. For sure. Well, Hey, this I love it. we're out of time. We're going to put all your stuff out. I'll email you uh, whenever the show goes up. We've got a couple in the can that I need to, uh, that I need to produce and get out. Shut up, Rick. I'm working on I've it. been hearing from our humans about how you need to get YouTube videos up. I know. I'm sorry. There's a lot of, I've got, got a lot of, Bro. Got a lot of work. I'm Seriously. To do. By the way, let me see that shirt. That's a, that's a legit shirt. My brother is a famous uh, designer and he designed this for us like six years ago. Dude, how do I so, buy one of those things? Um, golly, Rick, we used to we need to put them back on sale. Wait, you're I can't hear you. Oh, he's muted. 
Oh, I muted because I was taking a drink. I was uh, to get a shirt. You send uh, me a check for a thousand dollars, and I will send you a shirt. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah. It. Wow. I mean, it's on sale. It's we'll a good shirt. We'll sign it's, a, it. it's a good shirt. Um, okay, actually, so when I email you the show link, yeah, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we've got a t-shirt. I'm gonna email Danessa Rick and see if she will put our shirts. Remember, she had them up on her site. Yeah. So I think there might like a be a way that she can deal. just like put it up for a weekend or something, and I'll, yeah. I'll send you that link and. Uh, uh, but yeah, and they're yeah, like, sweet. they're like in gray and black and I mean, all the colors, like whatever, whatever, dude. I mean, I, I don't wear a shirt that often, but <laughs> if I did, I would definitely it would wear be that shirt. like a tri blend. <laughs> like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a Why you are not going to wear a shirt. Just get simply human <laughs> yeah. tattooed across your chest. Oh my God. That's a brilliant idea. Go. Uh, yeah, I'm doing we'll, that tomorrow. We'll pay for the advertising. <laughs> we will give you $1 a month for that. For the rest Bro, of life. Dude. Yeah. I love this guy. He's a businessman. Yeah. He's an acumen over here. Crazy like a yeah. fox. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Sorry. You want to see my cat? Yes. Your cats. Okay. Plural. Kitty, kitty, kitty. See, this is what we need to do, Rick. We oh. need to have our guests like give us like a home tour. When we cat start. talk. You want to say hi? This is oh, Blue. Nice she's she's a, she's a tiger. Don't let her. You're my boy, Blue. Yeah, that's right. This Where's is Blue's butt. Right there. <laughs> yeah. In her defense, uh, you took the camera to her butt. She didn't bring it to the camera. That's, you're absolutely. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna deny that. That was your fault. Okay, here we go. This is Mew. She's you, the cute. She's the. She's the oh, nicey. She yawned. Oh, say hi. Yep, those are our friends. I love, okay. I love. There's a comedian, uh, Tony Baker, who has cats, and he talks about dogs are sellouts. Dogs just do whatever <laughs> you say. They just will. They'll just. They. You can kick them, punch them. They still love you. Cats are just like, no, I, I'm not doing what you totally. say. Yeah, <laughs> you. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, cat, exactly. What, what do you say? Like your dogs have owners, cats have employees, or right, something like right, that. Right, right. That's probably. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh. I have a funny cat story. This morning, my ex wife called and said that there was a cat that was uh, cut in half in her backyard, and she wanted me to come over and scoop it up with a shovel and throw it over the fence. Did you tell her that you did that as like an act of. She couldn't. (laughs) I was like, hey, it's not me. I didn't do it. But she was like, can you please, on your way, uh, when you leave the house, can you swing by here and get this dead cat out of the yard? And I was like, okay. Gross. You were thanks for sharing that. It was with the us, front Rick. half of the cat, and so like its what? eyes are like flies. What was the all back over the half nose. of the cat? I don't know. No one. That's the mystery. Is what happened to the other half of the cat? Well, Their house oh, backs wow. up to this giant field, and so I'm thinking maybe it was a coyote or something. Oh, they got into a chase and flung it. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, okay. Sorry. The coyote's probably being like, "What the f- is the front half?" You <laughs> well, it's in the half? it's in the field now. He can have the rest of it. Yeah, his family's like, "What the." F- Man, half a cat? What is that? It's terrible. just the back half. What are we gonna do with this? <laughs> he was yeah. looking for a doggy bag, but <laughs> awesome. All right, wait. This yeah. has been great. Enjoy Costa Rica, and uh, I'll, I'll email you whenever the show's up and the t-shirt link. All right, thanks, awesome. guys. All right, absolutely. Thank you, Cyrus. Have a good one. You, you too. too, buddy. Peace. You're listening to the Simply Human podcast. Yeah, the, you know the tip of the week, and and. uh <clears throat> you know, we talk about, uh, you know, not necessarily uh, total plant-based on the Simply Human podcast. But, you know, it's the thing is, like, it for Cyrus. That's what works for him. Right. Like, like the high fat, low carb yeah. like, was not lowering, was not getting his health metrics where that he needed them to be. He tried this. It worked. That's what he does, right? So I think that's like, really yeah. the most important lesson off of this is yeah. I, uh, I've, I've made friends through, you know. Oh, bragging. <laughs> bragging Valentine. I've made friends through, you know, kind of, you know, through uh, first through like the Vinny Tortorich podcast right. and some people that, that listen to ours and uh, they have diabetes and they have a tremendous amount of success, high fat, low carbohydrate. They wouldn't go any other way. But I think the ultimate lesson is you are in charge of your own body. And so. What works for Mark Rogers may not work for me. What works for me may not work for you. you what have works to... for your mom is not going to work for my mom. I'm, 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 uh, what do you mean? Just, uh, would you just like to go with what works for you? Expound on that. I think it's taking charge of your own health and saying, "Hey, uh, I've tried. You know, I, I've read some stuff, and it says eat this way, this way, this way, and I don't feel good. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try this, and figuring out what works best for you." That's I, the tip I, of the I think week. that's to me that's the ultimate lesson. Take ownership of what you got going yeah. on. And so we're gonna we're gonna end the show here, but then Rick, we gotta still be doing it. Yes. So that is gonna do it at this edition of the Simulator Podcast. And remember
<laughs> I'm not actually wearing pants, so <laughs> oh, he's not. in my underwear. <laughs> so until next time. No, you're stealing my thing. You you get too close to the camera. That's not how. No, that's my thing. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.